Hey guys, it's Shani. <laughs> so, I'm just throwing a little bonus episode out there because I like to do my little bonuses. Um, <clears throat> Y'all know I'm on my way back, driving back to Vicksburg. Sorry for the background noise, but this is like, this be my time to record. Obviously, I'm trying to get in the habit of um, not recording while I'm on the road because of the excessive background noise. But for now, y'all got to thug it out with me. So, um, today, I wanted to talk about um, communication. I might sound a little bit of the human experience <laughs> but I mainly just want to talk about communication because the older I get the more I start to realize a lot about communication um, one of the main things that I can say I realize is people lack the ability to effectively communicate and that goes with listening to somebody. Um, it's it's not and it's not just you know just looking at them. It's it's your body language, um, your replies, how you reply, um, what you put into replying. Um, like as far as like thought, like as. A lot of times people reply, they listen to reply and they don't listen to understand. And I feel like that kind of fucks up the communication and it can either turn into lack of communication or an argument. You know, it could go from not talking no more or just arguing every time it's time to communicate. Like, not listening is, it plays a vital role in communication. Your delivery, um, with your replies. I'm personally trying to learn my delivery. But that's what I also want to touch on too, though. I'm starting to realize as I navigate through life and have different relationships as far as platonic and romantic, I start to realize that people are so used to fucked up communication that when they have somebody in their life who thoroughly communicates, they don't understand it. I feel like a lot of times people are used to the lack of communication so when it comes to somebody who's actually open and willing to communicate that they don't know how to handle it I feel like people are used to people tiptoeing around like the the points of trying to communicate Like, I feel like people don't, you know, sometimes people don't just get straight to the point. They try to say things. Really? I know he wasn't beeping at me. Because, what? 
It works so weird. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I feel like people, uh, because of like, obviously you have to consider people's feelings and, you know, when you're delivering whatever message you're trying to deliver, but also keep in mind that you have to keep your feelings in mind. I feel like people, a lot of the times, are so self-centered that they're always like, well, you said it to me this way, and you made me feel this way, but what about the message? You so tied up on how it was said to you, and you know, you feeling some type of way because it wasn't fucking sent to you in a love letter, that you're not even considering how I feel, and why I'm delivering the message the way that I am. Let me not make this personal. <laughs> but for real though, obviously I always reference myself because I'm a human, okay? And I know that there's people who can relate and I know that there's probably some people out there who are similar to me when it comes to stuff like this. So I'm always going to use myself for reference. So like I feel like people are not used to blunt communication. Um, they always get emotional you know they start oh you're saying it to me this way you could have said it that way as long as i'm not cussing you the fuck out i don't see the problem because i could be like you know hey i could deliver the message so so differently so a lot more aggressive you know a lot differently but i'm keeping in mind how you feel so i'm not you know, like, okay, well, you're weird as fuck and you could have did this difference, but you know, obviously sometimes it do be like that when you irritate it and you ain't really thought too much about the, how you're feeling and it just comes out. I get that. You know, sometimes it be like that. But at the same time, people need to realize we're all full of emotion. Like, instead of making it about you all the time, when it comes to somebody expressing themselves to you, how about think about how they're feeling? Like, how does this person feel? Why, what did I do to make this person have to deliver the message the way that they are? Or, you know, whatever the case may be, like, uh, if, it's, if it's an aggressive delivery, if you feel like it's an aggressive delivery, what did you do maybe to make them feel like deliver that message? If you didn't do nothing and they're just doing it aggressively, I get it. Okay, there are people out there like that, you know, but then there's also people who are hurt or who feel strongly about whatever message they're trying to deliver. So, I'm so confused. Because did this truck just put his high beams on to me? I, I, I don't know what's going on. Or maybe he just turned them off for me. I don't know. Anyways, I hate when I get sidetracked, but <laughs> I'm multitasking. But, like, are you considering how the other person feels? Ask yourself that. When you're having a conversation and the person that you're talking to may not be delivering the message in a way that you like think about how they're feeling in that moment and let's be real here delivering certain messages is not easy communication is not easy i get it and i feel like that's why a lot of people don't know how to handle a person who is open like an open book and outspoken because they're used to either a, a motherfucker avoiding the conversation altogether they're used to a mother like 
you'll have people who avoid the conversation and just start acting weird you'll have people who avoid the conversation and fucking end up you know like exploding and saying some shit that they've been wanting to say but they didn't they they've been holding it in you know you got people who are gotta hold some shit in because they're scared of how you're going to accept the message one thing about me I'm always going to speak my mind. I don't care how it makes anybody feel. And it's not that I don't care how they feel. It's just when it comes to my how I feel, when it comes to the message that I'm tr- delivering, I'm going to deliver how I see fit. You know, obviously I don't I don't have I'm not usually I don't try to be I'm a very passionate and loving person. So usually when I'm trying to communicate something it's because I care about the situation deeply and I feel like it's important that it gets talked about because a lot of the times certain conversations don't get held because people feel it's too uncomfortable to have. I'm the person who's going to have that uncomfortable conversation. I'm the person who's going to speak my mind and say what I need to say, no matter how uncomfortable it is, because I'm a grown ass adult. And if it needs to be talked about, I'm going to talk about it. And I feel like there's a lot of adults out here who who are afraid or intimidated to have these uncomfortable conversations. And I get that sometimes people are not raised to properly communicate and honestly I wasn't either but I've learned over time that for one like is if I'm not cussing you out please understand that I'm trying my best to communicate without being aggressive because my first instinct is always to cuss a motherfucker out (laughs) I mean let's be real and that just goes from having to cuss people out and just like the way I was raised and everything. But I've learned not to always do that. I've learned to talk things out and consider how other people feel about the situation, you know? And that's one thing that I always do. Like when I'm communicating with somebody, I'm always asking, okay, so what's your input on what I'm saying? What's your input on a topic? Because I care and that's communication. Everything don't have to be an argument. Everything don't have to be a disagreement. Sometimes it do be awkward, but that's okay. As long as the conversation is being held, because once the conversation is held, everybody feels better. I promise you, everybody will feel better. And, yeah. I feel it's very important to communicate in friendships, too. Because I feel like... There's always them friendships where a motherfucker will, you'll have one person who's ready to express how they feel because either they can't hold it in no more or, you know, they don't want to hold it in because they don't want to carry the burden and have like, you know, this awkward feeling, you know, because they didn't ever express themselves. And then you have people who just don't know how to take that and then once that person goes to express how they feel now it's like well you did this and you did that okay well why didn't you tell me if I made you feel any type of way or I made you uncomfortable or I did something that you didn't like why didn't you tell me don't try to wait till I'm expressing myself to you to try to say how you feel you had your turn you had your opportunity or you could wait till a later time to bring up some old shit that you should have been spoke on but I'm going to take the time to speak on how I feel right now 
and this is not about no old shit that you want to bring up this is about how the conversation that i'm bringing up right now and that's like that's what people really need to realize and now i'm not saying it's like i'm the most perfect communicator because i'm not i'm a i'm a work in progress but i can acknowledge the fact that communication is important and a lot of people don't that's the difference between me and most humans a lot of people don't acknowledge the importance of communication and i think that just like i'm just a very very passionate person so when it comes to any relationship regardless of the um what is the word i'm looking for regardless of the nature of the relationship i'm always going to speak my mind always because I don't have the mental capacity to hold in how I feel. I'm not shutting up. I don't care how awkward the conversation is. And unfortunately, if you're somebody that's got to be in my life, you got to get used to that. You got to get used to, I'm the person who's going to have them awkward conversations, them uncomfortable conversations. Those are the conversations I have with my children. I have uncomfortable conversations with my children. Shit be awkward sometimes. But I'm going to speak on it because it needs to be said. I'm not brushing shit under the rug. I'm not sugarcoating nothing. I don't even sugarcoat when it comes to my kids. I'm very open when it comes to my kids because I want them to understand open expression, open communication. Don't fight how you feel about no situation. If you feel like you need to speak on something to somebody, speak on it. Don't bite your tongue. Because for what? Because you, you, you're going to hold in some shit because you're too concerned about the other person. What about you? Holding shit in takes a lot of, it takes mental strength and it's unnecessary mental strength. Like, why am I holding in this burden? Because I'm unsure of how you're going to accept the delivery of, or the message or whatever. If I'm unsure, like, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't, I can't always put somebody else before myself as long as i'm not like i said as long as i'm not communicating or as long as a person is not communicating in an aggressive disrespectful manner as long as you know you know rather they're being blunt as long as they're being respectful about it that's all that matters if i'm not disrespecting you or nothing just listen to what i'm saying and try to understand instead of listening to reply a lot of motherfuckers listen to reply. They don't listen to understand. They don't try to deeply understand what a person is trying to say. They just hear it and then they there are certain words that they'll hear and now they're triggered because they heard these words instead of understanding the deeper meaning of it. As you can see, this is a very passionate topic for me. <laughs> Especially because I just had a very, very... Uh, that's what fueled this podcast because I had a very very awkward conversation but we'll be right okay we're back um yeah so I feel too though like I said you know I have those awkward conversations with my children and it's crazy because my sister actually asked me to have a certain conversation with one of my nephews. Um, and I'm going to have it. As awkward as it is, 
I get back in town, get a chance to actually spend some time with him, I'm going to have it. Because I understand, you know, it may be different for her. Also, sometimes, you know, people take conversations differently when it's coming from somebody other than their parent. And, you know, but I will, you know, always reference her. Like, regardless, she, you know, she understands. She just don't want you to feel uncomfortable. And it be like that sometimes. But I do want us all to understand, all of us as parents, have those awkward conversations with your children. Have those awkward conversations because they're very much needed. Because how can your child ever be comfortable with being open with you when they're going through an awkward stage and you're not open with them, you know, when it comes to some awkward shit? Like, it's, it's, I feel like it's very important. I feel like it also makes them comfortable to know, like, okay, you know, if my mom's willing to be open with me about this, I'm sure she'll understand X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that I'm trying not to do is when I find, if I feel like something, when it comes to a certain, all right, for example, um, I'm going to reference uh, just having a teenager. Let's say you got a teenager and you got to have the sex conversation. And I'm referencing this because my mom never had no sex conversation with me. And I get it. It's really awkward. But it was very, it was not, it, 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 she should have did it. I feel like that would have been very important in my life for her to have done that. Because it's like, you know, I understand, you know, that that's something that you're going to do at a point in time. And I want you to be comfortable to ever tell me because and this is why a lot of motherfuckers get molested. They get raped and they don't tell nobody because they never had these awkward conversations with a parent or whoever is in like a guardian, whatever. They never had them awkward conversations, so they don't tell nobody. So I feel like it's definitely important to talk to your children when they get a certain age let's talk about sex this is you know and and don't be on no judgy shit because we all we all been through some shit life is life obviously being a, and being an overprotective parent it's not going to warrant you nothing but your child being more sneaky and more behind your back and i've seen it firsthand so, and I don't have no teenagers right now, but one thing I'm trying to vow to myself is to always tell my kids that it's okay to be open. I'm very understanding, you know. You could, you could come to me about sex. If you did it for the first time, please tell me. Let me get you some condoms. Because, I mean, there's but so much parents can do. Let's be real. But what I want you to do is have safe sex. I want you to be mindful of your partners and who you're sharing yourself with. I, I'm going to be that parent that talk about exchange of energy. So I'm always going to, you know, put that at the center of the sex conversation. 
be careful whose energy that you're like accepting when it comes to having sex because that is very real and that's where them you know soul ties come in sometimes and people be attached to a motherfucker who ain't no good and who has a lot of demons and that shit starts to rub off on them and now they're fighting demons you know that shit's real so that's definitely like something i'm always going to communicate with my children when they get of that age like be mindful of how because i didn't have nobody telling me that <laughs> i didn't have nobody tell me like exchange of energy when you're having sex is very real so make sure that you're comfortable very comfortable with the person that you're deciding to do this with make sure that they are respecting you and your boundaries and I feel like, you know, don't let, don't ever let nobody cross no boundaries without your permission. Because we have men out here who will try to force their way into some sex. They'll try to, you know, obviously sometimes it don't even necessarily be rape. But it's like, you'll have a female who really don't want to do it, but a nigga just keep pushing it, keep pushing it, keep pushing it, keep pushing it until she just like, fuck it when really she never even wanted to do it. And I've heard one too many stories of shit like that. Like, men can be very disgusting at times. And uh, it's so annoying that I have three daughters. Like, so I gotta have this conversation and sometimes I'm gonna have to talk to all three of them and are gonna have all these different experiences that I'm gonna have to take in like being a fucking parent is hard god damn it I don't know why I signed up for this shit but I did and it's life but yeah so having those and even I, I don't have no boys but teach your teach your sons to respect women's boundaries there are too many men out here who do not respect women's boundaries have the if they ain't got no father in their life try to find somebody maybe a, a older teacher that's a male if, if you're a woman and you feel like you don't know how to have that conversation try to find a, a grandfather a uncle try to have somebody to have that conversation with them don't push no woman past her boundaries no means no don't make a woman feel uncomfortable or pressured into having sex because sex is a very sacred exchange of energy and I feel like this world just don't see it as such and I say that because at a point in time I didn't I didn't realize and that's why and I and I've been saying I'm celibate but I'm not celibate because <laughs> Lady London put it in perspective of you know religious reasons when you look up the definition of celibacy and I'm not saying that that's you know I'm just not having sex right now and that like exchange of energy is exactly why because I've experienced that bad exchange of energy you know when you you think you know shit be good the sex be good whatever but you don't realize how these motherfuckers carrying demons and now you gotta carry these demons however that may look for you because you 
you know, didn't really take the time to acknowledge that this person was carrying demons, or you just didn't see the red flags, and you still went on, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's another conversation for another day. But point being, it's very important to have those conversations with your children, no matter how awkward the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't brush it off. Please don't. Please do not have those conversations. If you can't have it, try to maybe get your child in therapy. You know, have somebody older or somebody else who might be a significant role in their life to have that conversation if you're too uncomfortable to have that conversation. But I do feel like the parent, well, it depends on what parents are in the child's life because some parents are not active in the child's life. And, and I get it. Situation is situational when it comes to who's delivering the message. But talk to your children about sex. I feel like if people took the time to realize the exchange of energy, the world might be a little bit of a better place. Because then you got all these motherfuckers fucking for money. Like, girl, is you tripping? You finna take all this man's bad fucking, what's it called? um, What am I looking for? I can't think of it, but you finna get his demons for $40. It's like, no, let me not say it better be more than $40. Shit, if you're going to take it. But I don't feel like any amount of money is worth carrying somebody's demons. But again, that's another conversation for another time. But yeah, have those awkward conversations. about everything talk to them of not just sex just relationships you know platonic and romantic explain to them communication you know talk to them about that early make sure that you know they're comfortable with communicating because it's very important i feel like i feel like if a lot of people didn't carry so much the world might be a better place if a life if somebody could just be like hey friend you know, I didn't like that you did this, or I didn't like that you said that. You really fucking hurt my feelings, bro. I'd appreciate if you didn't do it again. Instead of being like, well, you did this at this point in time. Just be like, okay, I- I'm sorry. <clears throat> I acknowledge your feelings. I apologize for making you feel whatever type of way. You know what I'm saying? And then when you feel like you want to express something, you- and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Let's learn to communicate. It's very hard, especially after this pandemic. Everybody's so used to fucking communicating via cell phones, text messages, shit, even FaceTime. I don't, I mean, it's it's a better way of compared to over the phone or text messages, but I feel like in person is always ideal. So you can really get a feel for a person's energy. You know what I'm saying? And always keep in mind your body language. I don't like when I'm expressing myself to somebody and they're doing a whole bunch of other shit. Like, I feel like you're not listening to me. I feel like you don't value what I have to say when you're doing all this other shit and I'm trying to say some shit to you. And, like, body language when it comes to communication is very important. And I'm not no, you know, communication specialist, you know, but I'm human. 
know what I'm saying? I've had, you know, I've been in situations where the lack of communication was a problem or uh, the delivery or the motherfucker being on a receiving end and, you know, like, I, I understand, you know, the sometimes communication is tough and sometimes it's not done in the best ways and whatever. But I feel like people should always appreciate somebody who's even willing to express themselves to you because that shit's not easy. A lot of times people just ball up their feelings and just throw it to the back of the mind and then and that's when you got these motherfuckers who walk around mad and angry all the, day, all the damn time. That's when you you know, when you cool with somebody, but they low-key got weird-ass energy towards you because they never expressed how you made them feel at a point in time, and, like, fuck all that. Like, learn to communicate. It's, it's, it's really not that hard. And once you do it, it feels so relieving. That's why, like, when you talking, when you got a therapist... And you get to express everything that you're feeling. It feels so relieving because you finally got it out. That shit builds up in your mind. And it could be a burden. Like, for real. And you won't even realize it. You won't even realize that's what you needed to do. You needed to express. That's what you needed to get it out. That's why we have mouths. That's why we have voices. That's why... When we speak, there's a vibration that gets delivered. When you hear music, there's a vibration that gets delivered that goes through your mind, body, and soul. This is what I'm saying. Like, I'm just too deep for this world, bro. I'm too deep. Say no. But for real, I'm a very passionate person, and it's never just the surface with me. Like, I value relationships. I value communication. Like... I value my life, I value myself, I value other people, I value other people's feelings, I value my children deeply and how they feel, because let's be real, this human experience is fucked up, like it's scary out here, I don't know if y'all seen the news, but you got a six year old child that just went to school and shot the teacher, how, how, how the fuck do a six year old a six-year-old we ain't talking about no 16-year-old we ain't talking about no 36 46 60 year old we talking about a sick a motherfucker that been on this earth for six years who took a motherfucker a gun and you already know i'm i'm it's straight on the parents because how how i check my daughter's book bag every night before school if not the same day before I take her to school. How? How does your child get to school with a gun? How? Your six-year-old, how? <laughs> like, I don't get it. I really don't. And I, I, maybe it's not meant for me to understand, but that's just insane for me. Like, and I feel like, I really feel like a situation like that, <coughs> um, there's no communication with your child. That right there is a lack of communication with my child, with their child. I've had conversations with my children about guns because I own a gun. 
I don't, I, obviously, I'm not finna tell my child where my gun is. You know, obviously, it's always going to be put somewhere out of reach, out of sight, out of mind. But I've definitely had conversations with my kids about my gun. They've seen my gun, you know. That, like, you know, I explained to them what it could do, um, you know, whatever. I've had those conversations. You know, don't ever touch it. You know, if you ever see a gun, don't touch one, whatever. I've had those conversations because I feel like it's very important. Like, you can kill somebody. You can take somebody's life. Don't ever do that. Don't touch it. it, it it's never even... Like, I just don't understand how something like that happens. I really don't. And I, I feel so scared because I have a six-year... Well, she'll be six in a few weeks but I have a soon to be six year old imagine me getting a call like hey yeah uh, one of your daughter's fucking classmates shot their teacher huh oh, what the fuck is you talking about <laughs> you sure you're calling the wrong the right parent <laughs> like what that's scary as shit cause it's like what if that child accidentally shot another student or what if that child because I don't know you know why that child shot that parent but there's so many questions so many questions I mean not the parent the teacher but there's there's really so many questions bro am I going the right way on that oh yeah but yeah, like there's there's so many questions about that because I just I really don't understand how a six year old even gets hold of a gun, takes that motherfucker to school, pulls it out and shoots a teacher. Like that's that's insane. But anyway, back to the conversation about the communication. But that that definitely correlates with what we're talking about. It resonates because. I'm just curious, was there communication with that child? Have you ever talked? I mean, if you want to have a gun in the house or have your child around guns, did you ever talk to your child about guns? Did you show your child where the damn gun was going to be? Or Because I just don't understand how a six-year-old got to it. But that ain't my household, whatever. But that's just insane. And it's very scary being that I'm about to have, you know, then that I got young kids. Like, <clears throat> you got the school shootings and you got shit like this happening. Like, it's scary out here very fucking scary and that's why like i'm i hate how passionate i am about the human experience because sometimes it's it's overwhelming like yeah like i'm a worrier so this this shit gets overwhelming it's it's stressful especially having kids and another okay let, let's take a little break real quick because I, I still got some shit to talk about when it comes to this communication shit to get into now is co-parenting. 
baby mama, baby father drama. <clears throat> and obviously, this is something that I'm dealing with. So, I just want to talk about the subject a little bit. Because I feel like... It's really hard being a parent. <laughs> Number one, <clears throat> it's very hard being a parent. And it's even harder being a parent when you and your children's other parent are not together. And not saying that, you know, I want to be with this person or anything. But, like, trying to parent in separate homes, and it's just a lot. Especially when one parent or the other parent or both parent has a partner, another partner, you know. So then now we got this other person in the picture. So now we got to figure out how we all want it. Like, it's just a lot. It really fucking is. But I feel like sometimes it don't have to be a lot. I feel like it's very important for a mother and a father to lay a foundation when it comes to co-parenting. And I feel like, you know, <clears throat> when it comes to another, like a partner getting in the picture, I feel like it's very important that that person respects the foundation that the parents have when it comes to parenting, you know? and understand roles because I feel like roles are very important I, I, I like I said I'm very passionate I see things very differently I'm not the type of person where you know I don't, I don't like I'm the type of person don't fucking touch my child don't whoop my fucking child without my permission I'm that type of person talk to me first or let me handle it and if I decide that I want you, like, if I feel like it's okay for you to discipline my child, then maybe, but whoopings, that's one thing I don't, I don't agree with. So that's never going to be an option when it comes to me allowing anything. Like, we could talk about some other forms of discipline, but don't put your fucking hands on my child and don't do nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't use those type of object to discipline my child or nothing crazy like that because I feel like that's abuse. I'm gonna call the cops. <laughs> Say like, nah, but for real. But um, <clears throat> no. But uh, seriously, I feel like, especially in the black community, I feel like there's always this baby mama, baby father drama. And you know why? Because people don't know how to fucking communicate. I feel like sometimes, you know, sometimes the baby mom is mad because the nigga don't want her and vice versa. And sometimes there'll be some hostility. I feel like people need to learn how to push that shit to the side and focus on what's important now. Rather, you know, it don't matter how bad you want this person. Don't be the type of baby mom who keep a nigga from their kids because you're mad that he's not what you got weird as hell. And you're putting your child into something that they don't even have nothing to do with. They ain't asked to fucking be here. They ain't asked to be put into this fucking drama. Like, do your best to co-parent without putting your feelings in the middle of the relationship between you and your child's father and when it comes to parenting. 
I feel like that's really weird. I see it, you know, a lot in our community. Somebody, there, there's always some hostility when it comes to baby mama, baby father drama, and it really don't even gotta be. It, it really don't. People need to center their minds around a child. People need to respect whatever decisions that a parent has for their child and whatever boundaries that all that needs to be respected and not Christ. Especially if, you know, y'all don't even know if y'all going to be together for a while. Like, as far as, like, the other, like, you say, if a person has another partner. If you don't know how long you're going to be with this person or, you know, y'all, y'all, situation is still fresh, just respect what the parent has to say. That's all. But I feel like, (laughs) referring to my situation, I'm a communicator and one thing I'm always do is communicate and I feel like a lot of people are not used to having these awkward conversations and they're not used to somebody being so outspoken that when I communicate with people they feel attacked and I don't know why because I don't be using curse words or I mean obviously sometimes I do and that's you know when my emotions are evolved but when it comes to like once I calm down and it's really time to communicate, like, I'm not cussing you out. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just telling you how I feel. Respect it. Tell me how you feel. Because I respect that. And then we can come to some type of mutual agreement. <coughs> but I feel like when it comes to co-parenting, I feel like, number one, when you're a child not having both of their parents is, is very unfortunate and it's like you know in the same household and being together it's very unfortunate and it's hard for everybody involved in that situation so then when you have this other person who's now entering the circle because your child's other parent is now dating I feel like as soon as you feel like it's serious enough and you feel like, you know, you're comfortable with that person being around your child now, I feel like you should sit down with all the parents and have a conversation. Let's talk about what boundaries that we don't want to cross when it comes to our child and, you know, communication. People are not used to communicating. People ain't used to sitting down and, you know, talking things out and like, hey, um, you know, this is my new partner and they're going to be around the kids. So I wanted y'all to meet. Y'all ain't used to that. Y'all used to wear shit. Y'all used to never meeting the motherfucker who's around your child or, you know, never talking to them or nothing. I'm not that type of person. If you got a <laughs> new, I, well, unfortunately, I'll be pissed the fuck off if a nigga got a new bitch every week. But if you got a new bitch every week, I want to meet every. I want to meet everyone. I don't care if they're gonna be around my child. I want to meet them because I don't play about my children. I don't take this parenting shit as no joke. I don't take it lightly. Like I feel very passionate about my children, and I feel like they're. Some people ain't like that. Some people don't feel passionate, but understand and respect, you know, 
however the parent goes about parenting, respect their parenting. Understand their parenting. Understand that everybody ain't going to move like you. Everybody ain't going to think like you. Everybody, you know, ain't like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I feel like in the black community that people need to be more open with these conversations with the men. I don't know. I feel, I, I feel like a lot of women don't mind, you know, their kid being around another person. And I feel like I've seen it often. And I feel like sometimes men will bring a, women around their children very prematurely. And I just, I'm always thinking back to that situation where, uh, what was it? What is this situation? What is the situation? It had to do with somebody's girlfriend being around somebody's child. She was just the girlfriend. And I I can't remember. I think she might have killed the kid or she was involved with the kid being killed. But it, it gets sketchy and weird out here. I will never be comfortable with not ever meeting the person that's around my child. Especially when they're young and they can't defend themselves and they can't speak for themselves. Like, no, I need to see you. I need to talk to you. I need to feel your energy. I need to get a feel for your character. Because if my child's going to be around you, especially unattended, I need to know. I need to know who you are. I need. I want you to be comfortable with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want that relationship. Because if you're going to be, you know, playing a part we gotta have we have to build a relationship and there needs to be like you know boundaries set you know there needs to be an understanding there needs to be mutual respect when it comes to a person and a child i feel like people are just not used to that they're used to just doing anything jumping into anything and they don't value people don't be valuing shit like i do feel like people don't think too much about certain shit and they just go with the flow i'm not i don't do that shit when it comes to my kids i don't just go with any motherfucking flow <laughs> like i didn't took my kids soon as i feel some bad energy out of daycare i'm taking my kids the fuck out because i don't i don't, I don't play that shit i'm not in a rush to put my kids in daycare because i'm not in a rush to have my kids in the fucking care of somebody who I don't personally know, you know, or, you know, multiple people who I don't know. Like, shit's scary out here, and I'm very scared for my kids. I don't care. <laughs> like, and I feel like people look at me like I'm crazy because I'm like this. Like, people don't understand me because I'm like this. This is getting personal. <laughs> but I'm serious, though. I don't know if anybody can relate, but, like, oh, people just don't... People need to value, and even if you're not going to see things how I see, just try to understand and just respect, you know, have some respect for how I feel when I see it, especially when it comes to my children, because <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to be really around nobody's child who I don't really, like, if I don't know the mom. Like, I want to meet their mom. I want their mom to be comfortable. Like, when I start dating again, if I dated with somebody and child, don't bring your child around me until I meet their mom. 
I don't care how awkward y'all think it is. If you feel like you want, don't bring your child unless you feel like I want to be in their life for a little minute. You know, because I'm just not for introducing to kids to a bunch of, like, motherfuckers be, you know, they'll get out of a relationship with their child's significant other. Then you keep dating and, you know, you introducing your child to every motherfucker. and You got everybody around your child. I, I don't like that. People are, there's too many weird, sketchy people out here. Like, and I got daughters. So one thing I will never do is just have a bunch of random niggas around my kids. And they sure as fuck ain't gonna be left unattended with my kids. Until, you know, maybe till we've been together for years and, you know, I'm very comfortable. Because it takes a while to really get to know somebody. So unless, until I'm very comfortable with a person, they're never ever gonna be left unattended with my children. Like, I'm, I'm that type of mom. Like, I don't care. I'm not just about to just be having idiot fucking everybody around my fucking kids and, you know, just introducing them to every new nigga I talk to. Like, nah. Nope. Won't be me. Like, I got daughters. I ain't finna play them games. Because I'll... I'll kill about that. And... I ain't even fit to put that, put myself in that situation. Cause then, then you, this is how like you got people who get in relationships and they like they you know put too much trust into their partner. Now you done left your child with this motherfucker and they doing shit to your child and then threaten them and saying that they'll kill them or do something if they ever tell you or anybody else. Like, no, I, I ain't playing no motherfucking games. Uh, and I'm going to always be open with my kids. Like, if, even when I do introduce them to somebody, I'm going to, like, look, if this person ever threaten you or touch you or make you feel uncomfortable in any type of way, let me know. Because I'm a handwit and they ain't never going to ever have the opportunity to make you feel that way again. I promise you. I don't play them motherfucking games. I ain't nothing like Jen, um, Georgia off of Jenny and Georgia. But one thing that she says that always resonates with me, I will kill for you. <laughs> she always be saying that to her daughter, Jenny. I will kill for you. For real. I don't even care. I will have no remorse when it comes to killing for my child. When it comes to protecting or defending my child, no remorse, no regrets. And that's why like when it comes to communicating, I don't I don't feel bad. I don't I don't care how uncomfortable it makes anybody feel. When it comes to my child, I'm always gonna speak on it. Always. Always. <laughs> Yeah, somebody tell me I'm very territorial about my children. Yeah, I am. I carried them babies for nine months in my body. Of course I'm territorial. <laughs> like, they were a part of me. I had two hearts in my body, and one of them hearts was theirs for nine months. And then I pushed them out. I went through whatever pain and struggles to get them out here. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I, and that's how I don't be understanding how you be having these situations where mothers will be disrespecting their children, calling them all types of bitches or, you know, fucking disowning them because of whatever choice that they made or never talking to them. Like, I, I can never, 
I could never. This world, we live in a heartless ass world, I swear. Nobody values any fucking thing these days. And I hate that I even have to share my kids with this filthy ass world. I hate it. Like, deeply. Because it's scary out here. And obviously, I would never want to kill somebody. But when it comes to having children, that's one thing. God forgive me, but to protect my child, I'll do what it needs. I'll do what it do. Okay? But, yeah, it's crazy out here. But, um, but yeah, back to this. I feel like it's very... I be getting off topic. Because <laughs> then I start thinking about Jay and I start getting personal. But that's what I love about me. Because I'm an open book. And I feel like a lot of people out here... I feel like, you know, people don't know how to communicate. They hold a lot in. They're afraid to live in their truth. I'm the type of person... I'm always living my truth. I don't care. I've been through what I've been through. I've done what I've done. You know, I do have some things that I wish I've never done. I have things I wish I never said to people. I have, there's a lot of shit, but that's life. We all go through life doing some shit that we ain't have no business doing, saying some shit that we ain't have no business saying. It's life. It's the human experience. I'm not ashamed of nothing. Like, we are all imperfect. There ain't a perfect motherfucker on this earth. Not one. And I feel like the people who are the least open be the main ones who got the most skeletons in the closet. To me. Because what you hide? But it don't matter because it's okay. Cause we all done some shit. We all been through some shit. It's okay. We're we're human. This is this is life. Like I like to share the shit that I'm going through. I like to talk about the shit that I'm going through. Cause I know for a fact somebody else is going through the same shit. And maybe we can help each other get through it. Maybe we could, you know, be a resource to the other person. Maybe somebody, you know, want to hit me up for some advice on how to handle this, that, and the third. You know, because they never been in that situation, but I have. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's important. Especially, like, for example, if somebody, you know, don't know how to communicate something to somebody. Hit me up. Let me tell you my experience with how I went about it. You know? And then that'll, I could probably help you decide on how you want to go about it. But sometimes people just be too ashamed and they don't want to live in their truth. You know, so then we got these people out here who may never even address certain shit or, um, you know, handle certain things because they don't know how and they never done it before or whatever the case may be. But I just feel like don't be ashamed to be you. Don't be ashamed to be human. Nobody's perfect. We're all imperfect. The only part, don't be ashamed to be judged because... Don't nobody care what another motherfucker think. That's why my 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 damn um <clears throat> my bio on Twitter 
and I'm not sure about my Instagram, but it's how you feel about me only matters in your mind, not mine. <laughs> it don't matter to me because I'm always going to be me and I'm going to do what I do and live my life how I see fit and you can do the same. But how you feel about me only matters to you. That shit don't matter to me because I don't give a fuck. Imagine walking around concerned and carrying the fucking judgment of others that they have on you. <laughs> can you imagine how happy that is? You so worried about how this person feel about you, that person feel about you, what this person is saying. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't. Because why would I? Why? <laughs> like, this is my life. I'm going to live my life how I see fit. I'm going to, like, this is my path. Everybody's going to have an opinion about everybody. Everybody's going to have an opinion about what this person's doing, that person's doing. You know, it should even not have an opinion about what this person's doing, that person's doing. But it don't matter because they don't got to fucking worry about me. They don't got to think about me. That's their life to live. That's just my opinion. I'm going to keep it to myself because it don't matter to them. People be having so many opinions about other people and be so quick to judge another motherfucker. But like, you ain't perfect. You forgot. We all take a shit. We all stink when we shit. We all bleed. We all can die. We all sin. We're all imperfect. Ain't no one person better than the other. Not one. There is not one motherfucker on this earth that better that is better. Well, okay, wait, hold on. Non-murderers are better than other like serial. I'm gonna say serial killers because sometimes you gotta murder a motherfucker. Maybe it's in self-defense. Maybe it's to protect somebody. But serial killers that just be killing for no reason. These mass shooters. Yeah, all of us people who are not like that, we're better than them for sure. But. <laughs> when it comes to being an imperfect human, every like we're all imperfect. Nobody's perfect. And I don't know if anybody's going to even listen to this. If you listen this long in, in my podcast, please let me know. Maybe leave a review or inbox me, message me some. Let me know that you listen to the whole thing because I want to know if people care. <laughs> or if this is a topic that is interesting to anybody because I feel communication is very passionate for me because I feel like it's very important in the human experience. I feel like it's very important for relationships, platonic, romantic, parents, uh, siblings, you know? I feel like it's very important for people to express and just try to understand because nobody's perfect out here. We're all imperfect. It's a scary world. Try to be understanding. You know, don't be so self-centered. I feel like there's a lot of people out here who are every man for themselves. I feel like there be a lot of snake shit going on. And one thing I don't want you to communicate to me ever about is drama. Keep that shit to yourself. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, don't talk to me about somebody else. Like, I mean, obviously, sometimes, you know, 
certain shit brought up. It's just like, oh, you know, so-and-so got is pregnant or so-and-so just had a baby or so-and-so's getting married, whatever the case may be. Sometimes conversations like those come up. Yeah, sometimes somebody's expressing, oh, well, let me tell you about what happened with this. I get it, you know, sometimes. But don't sit up. I don't like to gossip. That's one form of communication I do not like to do. I feel like gossiping is just, it's pointless. What are you sitting around talking about somebody else for? Why does it fucking matter? <laughs> like, why are you that concerned and consumed in somebody else's life? Like, why are, Why is that so important to you that you want to sit around and talk about other people? And it'd be funny because a lot of motherfuckers be talking about the same motherfucker they be with. Crazy. But I'm going to wrap this baby on up. Um, obviously, all the topics that I talk about, you know, off the dome, I'm obviously going to revisit in later episodes just, you know, to have a more structural um, approach to it. But I like to, you know, be transparent and be open and just talk about the things that, you know, I'm either going through or somebody else is going through that I know that they're telling me about or, you know, I just I just like to talk about the human experience. I really do because a lot of motherfuckers out here be trying to act like they're so perfect and it really kills me. It really does because nobody's perfect we all been through shit you got some of the nicest people who went through the worst shit and some of the shadiest people who also went through some bad shit you know then you got i just i feel like a lot of people went through some bad shit you you even got the motherfuckers who spoon fed who who shit had who you might have thought had the best life that did I feel like people do a lot of judging and they don't think too much about shit and they just, you know, y'all stop being on the outside looking at Don't prejudge. But alright, yawning and shit, I can't wait to get off the roof. But if you listen this far, like I said, let me know. I appreciate all my listeners who take the time to listen to me and who you know, like my topics or appreciate my effort. You're very much appreciated. And I can't wait to start getting people on my podcast so I can have conversations with others and not just myself. <laughs> but I do like, I love to get shit off my chest. I like to talk about shit because I always have so much to say. Like, I really do. I feel like I've been quiet a lot of my life. Just fucking absorbing the like absorbing this this fucking this path that I'm on and you know relationships marriage parenting like I'm almost 30 and bro I've been through like I, I, I didn't went through some shit okay like I, I have a lot to say about a lot cause I experienced some shit you know went to school you know, I never really, I just, I just been through a lot. So I have a lot to say. So again, I thank anybody who's listening. Um, I thank any future sponsors or, you know, anybody who wants to sponsor. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Maybe a talk show. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> it's like, no. But for real, all right. Um, 
thanks for listening, guys. Um, I said this was going to be a bonus episode, but I feel like as long as this is, I'm just going to not post it and just wait till next week to post it and then use the other conversation that I had in mind for the following week. And yeah, we'll just go from there. So I'm recording this on Friday. It'll be posted on Tuesday. So if you're just listening, tell me what you think. Hope you enjoyed. Have a good day, night, morning, whatever. Peace.